Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. One of our faves is here every week. Dr. Jen gives us a call and chats with us about different things that we need to know about our love, our relationships, our sex lives, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Dr. Jen, I'm really excited about this one. Can we jump right in? Absolutely. Let's go for it. All right. So we've got this letter from uh, one of your InStyle articles. Um, The headline says... What five questions you must agree on for your relationship to last. And I love this the question in this letter. It says, I get that we all have to be flexible in a relationship, but are there some things that we should not negotiate on? I'm not talking about deal break or bad behavior, but bigger issue stuff. How do you know when someone is really never going to be the right choice for long term? And I think that it, it's such a great question because we all kind of tend to know what the deal breakers are in the red flag. Sometimes we choose to ignore them, but we tend to know what those are. But there are certain things that become a little more questionable, like, wow, should I give this important thing up to my, for myself? You know, one of those, I, I say that there are five things that we shouldn't compromise on. The first is monogamy. That if both partners don't want the same thing, then it's just not a good match. Hmm. That you don't want to be talking your partner into being monogamous or talking them into an open relationship or some variation of it. That that's something that it's one thing if you have a partner that's like, you know, I'm open to it. I've never done it. Let's try it. But it's another thing if someone says monogamy is really important to me and you say, you know what, an open relationship is really important to me. That's not compatible. What if you Um, start off in a monogamy? relationship and then all of a sudden they change their mind is that I mean those deal breakers may come later on right absolutely and sometimes it's a sad unfortunate fact you know I I once had a client who's spouse said, you know what, we've been monogamous for all these years, and now I like an open relationship. And she said, yeah, no thanks. I'm not up for that. And it ended the marriage. Yeah. And then there could be other situations where the other person's not monogamous and you don't know. And that's called cheating. Yes. And and that's one of those deal breakers. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's a little more clear cut. You know, the other thing is marriage. If marriage is important to one of you, it's not something you should give up. That in my clinical experience, when one person gives that up, they end up feeling so resentful in the end that it leaks out in the relationship in unhealthy ways. I, so, Dr. Jen, this is interesting to me because I have always said, like, whether or not I get married will be heavily dependent on, like, the person I'm dating because I'm sure. not, like, I'm not totally invested in the idea of marriage, but I'm not against it. So, if I'm with, if I'm with mm-hmm. someone that really wants to get married and, and I I believe that it's something that could work. I would be down. Is that that's a different thing, though, right? Totally different thing. I mean, you, you, that's not going to be a deal breaker for you if you felt strongly one way or the other, and you're with someone who felt the opposite way. Then it would be a deal breaker. But it sounds like it's not something that holds a lot of significance for you. Mm-hmm. The uh, the other thing that no one should give up on when it comes to compromise is kids. Oh. If having a child is important to you and it is not important to the person you're dating, it's not a match. It's one thing if you have children with someone and then you're debating a second child or a third, that's negotiable. But to deny someone who wants the experience of parenthood, to deny them that experience, that's too heavy a burden for anyone to carry. And and if you really want kids or you really don't want kids, you don't want to be talked into it and you don't want to be talked out of it because that's the kind of resentment that comes back later to bite you in the in the butt. So that's curious also that's I'm curious also about this because we're on an LGBTQ station. Obviously like having kids requires a yep. little bit more uh, thought and, and tension. Um, is, does that change at all like with a sliding scale of A 
age or does it change? Because I know for myself, like, I think I want kids, but I'm not really sure. And I'm, I I always say kids feels like it's five years away from me beginning, like, a really good relationship. Um, so, like, that just continues yeah. to get further and further away. Um, is that something that changes over time, uh, like, the, the debate about children? I think the reality changes and you're kind of saying like the closer you get to it and the more of a reality it is then it becomes kind of sometimes it's like oh i definitely want that but well a few more years well a few more years but most of the same sex couples i see in my practice this is an issue that's on the table it wasn't 20 years ago when i was early in my practice most same-sex couples weren't talking about that Mm. but now most of the same-sex couples that i'm talking to are talking about i want to be a parent do you want to adopt do you want to use a surrogate what what is the road do you want to have kids at all that this is a same-sex couple issue without doubt that i see constantly so what happens when, uh, I mean, if you both decide, okay, we're going to have kids, but one of them's like a little hesitant, and then later on they're like, oh, I never really wanted kids, that's probably pretty hard on the kid. It probably translates to a hardship on the kid as well to have that feeling and to know that, that both parents weren't necessarily completely on board with it. Well, look, there's a difference between I know I don't want kids, I know I want kids, let me talk you into having kids, oh, we had a kid, wow, I really resent you, versus I'm kind of on the fence, I could go either way, well, I know I want kids, that's important to me, hey, I'm going into this relationship knowing that if I'm with you, I'm going to have kids, and then doing it and being resentful. And look, sometimes people get resentful regardless of the circumstance or the gender because they have kids and sometimes that those first few years can be particularly exhausting and people can look at each other and be like what have we done like i didn't really want this that bad anyway but that's different that's different than someone feeling like they were talked into doing something that they really didn't want to do and now it's a lifetime commitment yeah that uh all of what you just said kind of terrifies me um but you know what is definitely a deal breaker for me is meeting somebody who doesn't want a cat and that's why katie and i are happily married um dr jen we're gonna take a break and we will be back because there are two more points that we need to to uh to highlight here in the relationship deal breakers this is drop the subject we'll be back in a moment with dr jen drop the subject the new channel q okay so dr jen we were just talking to you about the five things that you should be looking out for in your relationships that really you just should not compromise on we got through the first three which were monogamy marriage and kids but these last two i feel like are pretty important as well uh number four is they're heavy yeah they are number four is core values talk to us about that yeah Core values are what defines and guides your life and your behaviors. It it is, you know, you don't want to be with someone who really asks you to compromise in this way. And and what is a core value for you is up to you. For some people, it may be religion. For some people, it may be politics. For some people, it may be voting habits. It it depends on who you are and what's important to you. And there are people for whom that is a deal breaker and it should be you know and i think i gave the example recently of like the vegan who gets set up on a date with a hunter that's not going to be a match yeah whereas someone who's more middle of the road that that could be a match but if there's something that is a core value of yours and the other person really vehemently disagrees then it's not going to be matching and i have to say i see more and more people early on dates talking about their political beliefs and 
ending things very quickly mm. because they're on opposite. They have opposite views. And, um, you know, I hear that a lot now. Yeah. I mean, just think about somebody who's a, a, a CrossFit person and they're dating someone from Orange Theory. It's Let's like, what do you have? It's now. like, what do you have in common? You have nothing to talk about. You got to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. What, so exactly. The la- talk to us about the fifth point that you have here, Dr. Jen. And, and the last is, is character. And, and look, people can improve their communication. They be- can become more insightful. They can learn new behaviors. But you can't teach someone character. And that is a very core issue. And if the person you are with is morally and ethically very different than you, that is really not going to work. And that's something that we tend to discover a little further down the line because the beginning, we're in that honeymoon stage. You like pizza? I like pizza. Oh, my God, we're perfect. We're the same. Oh, my God, everything. We're so much alike. But once you get to know your partner and once you go down the road, if you see that they're someone that, you know, is ethically very different than you, it's it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely know a couple that was married for a long time and then it was like one per, one member of the marriage just complete, his character completely changed. And she was like, I've yeah. been trying to make this work and he's just a completely different person and he wants to commit to that new person. And so when you, even if you start out as characters that are compatible, that can change over time, you know, as you for live sure. your lives, you can grow together or yeah. apart. Yeah. Um, without without a doubt. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Jen. And Dr. Jen, uh, you're at Dr. Jen Man on all social media platforms. Two ends in Jen, two ends in man. And you have your weekly column in InStyle. Definitely want to check that out. And you can also pick up her book, The Relationship Fix, uh, which I'm making my way through. And uh, I encourage you to do so as well. Dr. Jen, always a pleasure. You too. Thank you. Drop the subject, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, on the new Channel Q.